welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started every day is a new day for you to get a new opportunity and start something new perhaps even change your perspective about your daily fucking miserable life as shitty as it can get You know the difference between those who support you and those who will put you down? Those will put the, you know, the rocks on your way? Those, the ones who will provoke obstacles no matter how hard you try to achieve your goals? You'll know the difference between them whenever you share something. It's not necessarily something that you're going to do, but, you know, even when you mention something in general, like when you talk about something in general, you just, you know, you want to, you want to see how they react to it and how they respond to you and just see how, you know, the way their bodies, their body language basically uh, translates how they feel about it. Totally, you can tell. The nonverbal cues totally tell you what that person actually feels like once you, you know, um, want to ask about something that is, and with regards, I mean, uh, that has something to do with your future goals, but not necessarily in a direct way, okay? Just follow me here. So their body language, the way they move their eyes, the way they move their heads, the way they place their hands when they're sitting, or the way they're they're uh, looking at you, or the way that the the tone of their voice, um the slow response the late response it takes them like five seconds to really look at you and respond um the way that they look away once you tell them something the way that they start to question things like when you ask them something they ask you back um but more likely more than language i'm talking here about the body language uh for example, the way they aggressively put something on the table, just anything in front of them that they find, it, they'll, they will uh, take it and put it aggressively on the table. Um, or they will, for example, when they're watching TV and you're in the living room and trying to mention something, they will change the channel and then look at you as though they didn't hear you. So all these things are just subtle hints for you to look out for to know 
for sure, actually for like 80%, how, you know, how the people around you, who you will trust, who will you, who you will love, who you deserve, who deserves to be around you when you need them. You will know these people. You will know the difference between God. You will know the difference between someone who's genuinely happy for you and genuinely wants to know more about the topic you're talking about and someone who's genuinely interacting with you and wants to give you further information and expectations and is really interacting with you in a very positive way that you feel like you want this conversation to go on and never really stop. And then you feel like you have, uh, you know, developed some sort of a new perspective about what you wanna, what you wanna talk about, um, with this person. Then you know you f- you will know for sure that this person deserves to be in your life and deserves to be, uh, you know, a, an encouragement for you to go forward. But if this person or if somebody else, you go to someone else and you mention the same topic, and you see the nonverbal cues that I mentioned earlier, then know for sure that this person better is better off away from your life. It's like you'd better get this person out of your life and mind, basically, because they will not they are not celebrating with you. They are not happy with you. They're not genuinely wishing this goal that you want to accomplish for you. They want this goal to be achieved for their own, uh, you know, for their own benefits and interests for for themselves, basically, but they don't wish it upon you. You know, it's kind of like that, you know, you feel like these people are envious of you. You don't really have to be so doubtful about it. You just look at the cues, you just look at the signs, look at the hints that this this person's body is is giving to you. They don't really consciously doing it they don't consciously know that they're looking away that they're responding in a late way they're that they have a a very scary angry tone of voice when they reply uh the way that their eyes will look at you the way that they stare at you the way that their eyebrows are like you know down and center and they seem really angry in their face the way that they um you know smirk not really smirk but like um you know show really a, a bad face when whenever you try to talk to them about something you'll know through these uh hints that this person is not really with you they are thinking about what's going to happen once you leave what's going to happen once you're once you're out there and once you're living your adventure they're thinking about how their life will end up for the narcissist once you move on a collapse is gonna happen you know um, they might act like they don't care they might seem like they don't care they might act so careless and just so you know um, like you mean nothing but like once the person I mean I'm gonna just say it I'm going to cut to the chase here. Once the scapegoat leaves a toxic family, a narcissistic parent, then it's a it's a bomb. Like the bomb is timed and once 
and the bomb explodes once the the scapegoat leaves. There's going to be a lot of uh, problems. There's going to be a lot of uh, trauma, uh, you know, about this. There's going to be a lot of blame, of course. There's going to be a lot of anger, a lot of rage, a lot of, um, you know, sadness. But it's all, I think, uh, pretense. Because they want the scapegoat back. They want to lock the scapegoat, uh, you know, in. They want to keep them... To keep the scapegoat imprisoned, uh, because they know that the scapegoat is strong enough to ruin the system, but unfortunately, they're not as strong. They're not strong enough to, um, you know, they're they're strong in terms of perhaps imposing the system, being a dictator, um, dictate the rules all the time, you know, uh being forceful to uh for the for the scapegoat to agree but they know at the same time that it's impossible for them to maintain the system running all the time because they know that it's flawed and they made it so because it's it works for them it works for the narcissists it works for the flying monkeys it works for the golden child it works for the lost child not really i think but it works most specifically for the narcissist because the narcissist creates all these, you know, rules and all this huge system of beliefs and this black and white thinking. And I'm going to talk uh, in a future episode about black and white thinking in further detail. I will do some research and I will share um, very important information about it. But it's this whole system of just toxicity, you know, all over the place and the repetitive pattern of behavior and conversation and talk and thinking and the pattern just keeps repeating itself and it's not really something that is not so subtle it's not so you know uh, blurry to know that there's something wrong with the system you wonder, you know, you, you just wonder as a third party and just think, you know, is this really what's going on? Like, the image that they're portraying is, like, this family is perfect. But then when you when you hear the story from the scapegoat, it's totally something else, you know. The scapegoat is the truth teller. And when you get the story from the scapegoat, you you realize how flawed the system is. You realize how wrong, um, you know, the way that they are the narcissists are treating each other and is and you know you'll know for sure that there's definitely something wrong even if the scapegoat is doubting it he's he's telling you or he or she is telling you the story believe in the scapegoat because the scapegoat knows what's going on and he and he or she is revealing the the flaws and um the twists and turns and holes and the gaps of the system that they're trying to um, you know, make to the outside world seem very perfect and very much, uh, flawless. Whew, I'm out of breath. But, um, sorry for the interruption, but we will be back after this short break. If 
you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Just sharing any kind of information with a narcissist is really dangerous to um, to just do it. You know, even just a simple thing. Anything that does not bore them, any topic that does not revolve around the weather or the kitchen or the lunch or something as stupid as what they're wearing... <laughs> Anything beyond that is totally gonna involve some sort of emotion and it's gonna, you know, um, you know, how do you say, sparkle? Entice some argument and it's gonna cause um, perhaps even some insults, I don't know. But there's gonna be some sort of, um, some sort of a... you know, unlikely kind of behavior and emotional manipulation and gaslighting and, you know, it goes beyond to even triangulation and guilt and, and get and the gang mobbing and uh, smear campaign. And it goes beyond that, and they will never hesitate to ruin your life just because you mentioned something that matters to you. But since it doesn't matter to them, it's always about them, of course. If it's something that matters to them, they will make sure that everybody listens. Like, hey, everybody, I need your attention right now. This is what the narcissist will do. If the conversation does not evolve around them, even in a gathering, they will make sure that they will do whatever it takes to just be there and just you know, talk about something just because they feel like it. Just because they want to talk about something that that um, they say, it. you know. They feel so special and just so privileged to have something to say and to let everyone know that they're in power and they have the right to, um, you know, to end, to end the conversation even. If it doesn't involve around them, it's boring. If it doesn't, you know, involve some emotions, if it doesn't cause some sort of heat uh, here and there, it's boring to them. They're not interested. You know, they're they're cold all of a sudden. They will, they will do the silent treatment. Even they don't care. They will act even passive aggressive. Like one time they will not answer. They will ignore you. They will pretend they didn't hear you. And the next time you mention the same topic, it's gonna be war. It's like they have already studied it. It's like 
the second time you go back and talk about the same topic again, it's like they've already studied it and they want to, you know, they want to, you know, think about and just calculate all the reactions. Whenever, when, when you say this, they're going to say this. When you, when you say that, you're going to, they're going to reply back. When they, when you ask this, they're going to ask this in return. And it's like, oh my God, it's like a computer that just keeps calculating and, 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 um, programming its thoughts its uh you know speech and what they're gonna say and how they're gonna say it and why they're gonna say it and everything it's just so freaking exhausting to have to do this all the time but this is what narcissists will do they will they're just like computers they will do anything to just make sure that they're always winning they want to win all they think in life is how to win and all they want to look in this world as is they want to look as people who are always winning they're never losing they're they're always perfect they're at the very best of everything and everyone they're on top of everyone and everybody else they're on top of the pedestal nobody else is taking their place they're always winning they're all they're winning in the argument they're winning in the knowledge they're winning in the source of information they're giving you they're winning in the amount of experience they've had everything even even when they're old like even when they're old It, it it never actually stops for narcissists they stay the same now like i know i mean they 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 know that they have lost all the charm all the looks and all the you know uh the beauty and everything but even when they grow old they still think that same way they're they're basically children who haven't uh you know matured emotionally enough they're still stuck in that phase where they haven't grown emotionally maturely enough they still uh, want to scream they still want to scream their name and they still want to be heard all the time they still want attention from everybody else they still want appraisal approval praise validation everything they just can't you know stop doing that they're they're addicted to that it's their supply once you once you mention something and it's not about them Or if it revolves around leaving them behind, they will do whatever it takes to just either be cold around you or, or just give you a silent treatment or pretend they didn't hear you because you don't deserve to mention something like that in front of them, especially if it doesn't involve them, especially if it's something in the future that will exclude them from from your life. You know, they will either treat you so coldly and they will pretend they didn't hear you or when you call them, they will not answer Or when you come up to their house, they won't open the door. It, it's, it even goes beyond just not really replying to face-to-face, you know. Um, they will humiliate you if they allow you in their house. They will make sure you look like a freaking garbage sack, you know, whatever. And uh, or, or it takes a worse uh, kind of um, take on this is that they will they will argue and argue and argue and they will you know all use all sorts of of tools that that, that I mentioned in the previous episodes before like gaslighting guilt tripping smear campaign and all those and they will manipulate you even they will try to always control your thoughts the way you're thinking and uh, tr alter the system of beliefs that you're holding because they feel um, entitled for your own system of beliefs and, and they feel entitled to control you, how you think, how you speak, how you say things, the way you look at things and how you do things. 
and it's just their way you know they're obsessed with control and they're obsessed with winning and so telling the narcissist anything really fucks up your life basically even just for a minute even just the smallest thing i mean i'm pretty sure you have goals you have um, you you want to be ambitious you you have something to look forward to in this life but living around a narcissist makes life much harder unfortunately wanting to leave is the ultimate and best you know escape you can ever really have and and it's the ultimate you know get away for you to live your life the way you want to it's post traumatic growth you need to know that there is a possibility for you to to grow after all this trauma just as there is post traumatic stress disorder and it's caused by all the really you know just overwhelming amount of stress and anxiety when you're living especially around a narcissist there's also hope for you to grow beyond <laughs> life with a narcissist and just away from the toxicity and earn your life you know own your life just own it you you just got to own it so what's the solution to telling the narcissist anything and they react this way don't fucking tell them <laughs> don't tell them like just You know, everything is behind the scenes. Work in silence. Shut up about everything. Just shut up. Like keep your mouth shut, you know, even from your friends, the rest of the family members, the friends, the colleagues, everyone. Just keep it to yourself. And then once the results show up, then you can brag all you want because nobody's going to stop you. But if you're going to do something, Make sure you keep that to yourself. Once that thing is done and once you have it like physically you own it, then you go ahead and talk about it to the people you trust, of course. You don't want to talk about it to everybody. You know? You want to protect yourself, of course. You want to have the right to say no and you want to have the right to say yes and you want to have the right to all your feelings and you want to have the right to be not so responsible for everybody else's problems, feelings, thoughts and actions. You want to have all those rights and more. You want to have the right for your own belief system and your own values. Because you really have to appreciate them, you really have to maintain them as strongly and as tightly as you can. Nobody will live this life for you. Nobody's ever going to make the decision for you. You got to make the decision for yourself before anybody else. <sighs> of course, there's always the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. You just got to be really in the in the middle. Sometimes sometimes it's extremely difficult for people who are so accustomed to living around narcissists to get out of the system you know to just you know like 
um, numbing the parasite um, and to be independent, at least intellectually and emotionally speaking. It gets so hard because we're just so accustomed to that that we find it abnormal for us to think differently and to just leave the black and white thinking system. All right, or should I say thought system? Just like in 1984, there's the Ministry of Love, which encourages war and hate and killing and murder and, and, and envy and everything. There's a Ministry of Feelings, which prohibit any kind of feelings. And the Ministry of... What is it? Freedom? Freedom? Is it freedom? Which, um... Which is basically against any kind of freedom. And the big brother is watching you. How long do you have to live under the brother's control and dominance? Seriously. Yeah, okay, yeah. And there's the ministry of... Um, oh, yeah, there's actually the other concept. Thought crime. Thought crime is what you commit if you think for yourself. This is what it's like to live around a narcissist. Once you think for yourself and you try to get the fuck out of this shitty situation and the misery you're in and you're trying to build your life and you're trying to think for your fucking self, you're committing a fucking crime. But to the narcissist, you are. In actuality, you're developing. You're growing. You are one step closer towards post-traumatic growth believe it or not baby so how about this how about you go ahead and indulge or include yourself in the thought crime quit the ministry of love quit the ministry of freedom and quit the big brother watching you. And you go ahead and think for yourself and evolve. Regardless of the abuse. Alright, my friend? Alright. So, I know this episode might have been random and might have talked about a lot of stuff at the same time. I don't really have a specific script to this one. But I really appreciate you listening to me to this episode. Um... Please be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe for more episodes like these. If you have any questions or suggestions, please visit the official The Anchor page of my podcast and go ahead and use any of those links because you'll find my podcast available on Google Podcasts, Radio Public, uh, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, uh, any other kind of platform, even Podbean. You'll find it available on Podbean. You'll find it available in... Um, Spotify also. So feel free to interact with me on those uh, platforms. Don't be afraid to suggest anything, to ask anything. I'm here to help. Thank you so much for listening. And if you really are able to support me for like $5 or $10 or even just $1 per month, I will be sure to record more episodes for this uh, podcast I will record more frequently I might even buy a new microphone and a really 
new more professional equipment for podcasting and yeah so this has been your host maramber huma this has been the podcast self-evolution regardless and i will see you in the next episode so the episode has ended here and you can guess this is my goodbye speech (laughs) no just kidding i hope you found this episode insightful to some degree you can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh webpage of the podcast i will take care of it to conclude this was self-evolution regardless i'm your host maramber homa and i will see you in the next episode